chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you are already a cyclist. But chances are also that you do not bike to work. You do not bike commute. In fact, statistics show us that nationwide, men make up 77% of bike to work trips and women only make up 23%. So there might be lots of reasons for that. A very big one being safety. Women are just less likely to ride to work if they don't feel like the route is safe. Uh, another one is how we look for work, right? Like we don't want to get to hair to work and have our hair be a disaster or we don't feel safe riding to work in heels. Um, so today in this episode, I'm going to give you very practical tips on how to bike commute. And yes, this is primarily focused at biking to work because that is one of the most common bike trips we make every single day, or at least Monday through Friday. But even if you don't bike to work, like many of us still working at home from the pandemic, um, this episode will still be valuable to you because bike commuting could be more than just biking to work. It could be biking your kids to school. It could be biking to the grocery store or to dinner or replacing any kind of trips that you regularly make by car with your bicycle. Last week in this podcast, I shared my story of how I have mostly given up driving for my everyday trips and Today, I'm going to give you actionable tips to take to make it more feasible for yourself. So all of that is coming up right after this intro. You're listening to the Femme Cyclist Podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen Bonkowski. Like most of you, I'm a bicycle-obsessed rider and sometimes racer. Each week, I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At Femme Cyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, you'll find your community here. The very first tip I have before you start trying to bike commute, it, commuting is just to make sure that your bike is in good working order. And I assume most of the ladies listening already have a bike in good working order. You are probably an avid cyclist. You already ride your bike a lot. But it's also possible that somebody is listening who is fairly new to cycling who hasn't done it in a long time, or who is just pulling a older beater bike out of their garage that's going to become their commuter bike. So the very first thing you want to do is make sure that it's safe and it's going to get you where you need to go. Um, there is a kind of a little motto that people in the bike industry use, and that is ABCs. You want to make sure A is for air and that your tires are adequately pumped up. You have enough pressure in your tires. B is for your brakes. You just want to ride your bike around the driveway real quick and make sure your brakes are working properly. And C is your chain. You want to make sure that it's clean and lubed before you head out for your first bike commute. And if you're not sure how to do any of those things, there are amazing YouTube channels. We have some of these topics on our Femme Cyclist YouTube channel. There is the Park Tools uh, YouTube channel that's amazing and teaches you how to do everything you need to do on your bike. So don't think that these aren't very easy things to learn and work on by yourself. You're totally capable. Um, if it's still just not in your wheelhouse, you're not interested in learning, then you can always take your bike into a shop and ask them to do a one over and make sure that everything is working properly before you start bike commuting. 
The next thing is to pick and practice your route ahead of time. If you are riding to work and you've never biked there before or you are riding anywhere that it's important that you get there on time and you've not biked there before, then spend a little time ahead of time preparing yourself. The route that you drive to work is probably not the best route for biking to work and the best way to find a good route is probably from a bike map for your city. Uh, You can usually find a PDF version online by googling your city name plus bike map and if that doesn't work then go ahead and go into your local bike shop or call the city and see where you can find a paper map and just spend a little time ahead of time mapping out a route that's going to be safe. If there is no bike map for your town then just look on google maps and try to piece together a route that appears like it'll be low traffic. Sometimes even a local bike map won't include residential streets that can be really calm. Um, I like to usually just kind of like route together residential streets that follow a main busy road. And once you have developed a plan that you think is going to be a good route, go ahead and try it out on a weekend day or a day off work when you're not in a rush. Uh, This will help you determine if it's a good safe route and how long it'll take you on a work morning. Or if you're not going to work, say you're going to a restaurant to meet a friend for dinner, then you could maybe just try out the route earlier in the day and make sure you're going to get there on time and safely. It's also great to always have a backup plan. So do you have your spouse that knows your bike commuting that day? Could they potentially pick you up if you had a mechanical or if there was a freak rainstorm or you ended up staying at work late and now it's dark outside and you don't want to commute home in the dark. Um, if you don't have a spouse that's able or willing to do that for you, you can always lock up your bike somewhere safe and then call an Uber or a Lyft so you can at least get home and you can always go back for your bike at a later time. Next, know how you're going to handle hygiene. This is probably one of the biggest things that I know that keeps women from biking to work or biking around town and that's just they don't want to get somewhere and be sweaty and stinky and have their hair look bad so figure out how to handle all of those things ahead of time if you're only biking a short distance and it's not the middle of summer then just pack a couple of baby wipes or they actually now have you know shower wipes that are intended for this very purpose and you can go to the bathroom wipe down real quick and you're good um you might be lucky enough that you have showers at work in which case just plan ahead for that leave yourself enough time that you have time to take that shower it's a great idea just to leave a shower bag at work they don't have to carry it every day and you can take home on Fridays and wash your towel and all of that um if you are not lucky enough to have showers at work which most people don't then it's a great idea to bring a change of clothes actually bike in bike clothes and you can put those back on to bike home at the end of the day but bring nice clean clothes and a lot of people think that they're going to be stinky but actually once you take off the clothes it's usually the clothes that are stinky so take the clothes off use those baby wipes bring some deodorant and you'll be nice and clean um and then you should make sure that you bring along whatever else is going to help you feel refreshed and ready for your work day so you might use a little bit of dry shampoo for your hair bring a hairbrush and makeup um also consider if this is something you're going to do quite often just having a hair 
cut and a hairstyle that is bike helmet friendly. So for me, for instance, I almost always wear a ponytail and it's not the most glamorous, but I do almost all of my daily rides by bicycle and I'm going to wear a helmet. So I just throw my hair in a ponytail and when I get somewhere, I can quickly brush it and pull it back into that same ponytail and look good. The next several tips I have have to do with the gear that you're using. And at a minimum, you're going to want a bicycle, a helmet, and a way to carry all your stuff. So let's start with bicycles. If you're just getting started with bike commuting, you're not sure this is going to be your thing yet, then just use whatever bike you already have. Just make sure that it's safe to ride, as I already mentioned ahead of time, you know, do those ABCs. And then maybe once you've started by commuting a bunch and you realize this is going to be your thing, then you can always upgrade and get a new bike or a more specific bike. Or you might just find out that that bike you have already is perfect and you don't need to upgrade. If you already have a bike you want to use, but it's maybe not like a commuter bike or urban bike specifically, there are things you can do to make it better for bike commuting. One thing I would recommend is putting slicks on your bike. So if you're riding a mountain bike, for instance, take off those knobby tires and just put on some slicker tires that will roll well on pavement. That said, you might also, you know, the fastest, easiest, safest way for you to get to work might include a gravel road. It might include a canal path. So you might also want to make sure that you're riding a tire with enough traction and enough volume to handle, um, non-pavement riding also if that might be on your commute. If you live in an area with rain, a lot of rain, you could put on fenders. That can help a lot, uh, keeping your butt from getting wet on the way to work. If you have lots of gear to carry with you, then adding a rack on the front or rear of your bike can make a huge difference. You know, other just little things like do you want to carry coffee to work with you in the morning? You can always put a coffee mug holder on your bike. And we actually have an entire article at femcyclist.com on how to convert a bicycle to a commuter bike. So if you are interested in more tips, go ahead and check out that article and I'll include a link to it in the show notes. So if you don't already have a commuter bike or maybe you just want to buy a new bike, you're in luck because most commuter bikes or they're you know called city bikes or urban bikes are pretty dang cheap compared to a high-end mountain bike or a high-end road bike. You don't need carbon fiber. You don't need suspension. Um, your bike is going to probably sit out in the elements that you're when you're at work unless you have an office that's cool enough to let you bring it inside. And there's even a good chance that yes, it could get stolen. So I expect recommend choosing a relatively cheap commuter bike. The one exception to that is if you're choosing a like cargo bike or an e-bike, in which case you're going to need to spend a little bit more money. The three types of commuter bikes you should consider are a traditional city bike. The second one would be a cargo bike. And the third one would be an e-bike. And I'll talk a little bit about each of those. The first is just a traditional commuter bike. Um, the best ones, in my opinion, have disc brakes because you're probably going to ride in the rain or the snow at some point, And that provides good stop stopping power even in bad weather. It's going to have flat bars and upright geometry so you feel more confident in traffic and if you have to get up and over curbs and that kind of thing and then you're also going to want at least a couple of gears in my opinion for dealing with hills if you live in an area that's super flat 
and you want a single speed, that makes sense. Or if you are just a beast and you can make it up your hills with a single speed, go for it. But for most of us, um, a few gears will help with climbing those hills. In terms of city bikes, my personal favorite are the Roll City Bike. Um, they have everything you want in a city bike. It's affordable, lightweight, and quality but durable components. So uh, that's my top recommendation in terms of a traditional bike. The next one is a cargo bike, and there are all kinds of different cargo bikes. But um, for a lot of us, a long tail cargo bike is perfect for around town commuting. And these are great because you can put, if you have kids, uh, you can put a bike seat on the back end. Or if you have a bigger kid, they can just sit directly on the deck. There's tons of space on there for pannier bags and for milk crates and for whatever else you might want to strap on. So you probably don't need a cargo bike if you're solely riding to work. But if you're planning on going to the grocery store and doing other errands around town, um, a cargo bike can make a huge difference in your ability to be able to do all of those errands. And then the third option is an e-bike. And I explained in the episode last week about how an e-bike has, for me personally, completely changed my ability to ride my bike and mostly replace my car. I've always been a bike commuter to work, but for everything else, for like hauling my child to his activities and getting library books and getting groceries and going to dinner and doing all of those things, I had always driven a car and an e-bike was what finally changed that for me. So if you live in an area with lots of hills or you have a long commute or you want to completely replace a car or mostly replace a car, then an e-bike is really the way to go. Um, I love the Rad Power bikes. They're affordable and approachable for around town commuting. I also just reviewed the V-Volt Alpha and I'll include include a review to that. Um, in the show notes, but those are both really great bikes for um, around town commuting that are e-bikes. Okay, moving on to clothes. What the heck are you supposed to wear on your bike commute? Um, This is completely dependent on your personal preferences and also the length of your commute. So for years, I had a two and a half mile commute each way to work, and I just wore my regular nice work clothes to it. Um, on the bicycle. That said, if you have a 30 mile commute or whatever distance, or maybe you are just a big sweater, then just wear your cycling clothes or regular exercise clothes on the bike and then change your outfit once you get to the office. There are some really cute commuter outfits on the market if that's what you're looking for. Um, there's The Terry Catalog has a lot of really cute commute chic stuff and so does Club Ride. And I write, personally wear a lot of Club Ride outfits for commuter clothing. If you have a very casual office, then you could even wear those clothes during the day. Or like I said, you can wear them to work and then change once you get there into your more professional clothing. Um, you do not, probably don't want to wear heels on the bicycle. If you follow any of the Instagram accounts about the Netherlands, you will see the ladies there wearing their heels. And if you want to try that and be awesome, please take a picture and share it with me. I would love to see it. But that's not something I personally feel comfortable doing. I've always just thrown my heels and my pannier bags and then changed once I get to work. One thing to remember is that if you are wearing pants, 
they are likely to get caught in the chain or get ripped or get bike race all over them. So if you're wearing pants, you can do a couple things. You could just like roll your pant leg up or you can buy a Velcro strap to secure your pant leg or you can even use like a hairband. Does that look dorky? Kind of, but who cares? <laughs> and the alternative is you can always wear a mountain bike specific pants that have a slim fit or leggings work really well too. And then if you want to wear a skirt or a dress to work, look for one of those bikes with an extremely low standover. Um, Like the Rad Power Rad City is a good example that it's super easy to wear a skirt with that bike and there is no reason you can't wear a skirt or um, a dress to work if you have the right kind of bicycle. And then finally, I just say don't let the cold or wet weather stop you. There are people who bike commute year-round in Seattle and Minneapolis and all of these places, you just got to make sure that you invest in high quality um, rain jacket and pants. And I personally really like the gear from Showers Pass. Check them out if you're in the market for winter or cold weather or wet weather riding. Next is figuring out how to carry your stuff, right? As women, we have lots of stuff. I never understood how my husband can leave for work and he only has his wallet and keys and cell phone. For me personally, I would leave with my purse, my laptop, my lunch, a spare change of clothes, a book to read at lunch, snacks for when I pick up my son from school, and then there's all the things I pick up during the day while I'm running errands as well. And so you really just have to figure out how to carry all of this stuff on a bike. And you really have three options I would say. The first is a backpack and that's the easiest way to get started. Second are panniers and third would be like what I said before about getting a cargo bike with a basket or something like that. Um, A good old-fashioned backpack works pretty well. That's how I got started. That's how a lot of people get started with bike commuting. The only problems with it is if you're biking in warmer weather then your back is probably going to get sweaty where it's rubbing up against your back And if it's heavy, then it's also causing a lot of strain on your back and shoulders. So uh, a backpack is a good way to get started. But once you can afford to upgrade, it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and invest probably in some panniers. And panniers are bags that attach to a rack on the back of your bike. If you don't already have a rack on the back of your bike, um, it's pretty easy to add one, assuming that you have eyelets that accept them. The panniers themselves come in all different kinds of sizes and designs and I personally prefer ones that are waterproof because eventually if you bike enough you will get caught in the rain and you don't want your laptop getting wet or having to worry about um, anything in there getting wet. And then there are also pannier bags that convert to a backpack and I have one of those that I really love. It's from Two Wheel Gear um, and I can put it on my bike as a pannier and then when I get to the coffee shop or the grocery store or the office wherever I'm going you can actually take it off the bike and then wear it inside as a backpack so that's a good way to deal with carrying all your gear um, inside if you need to do that and then um, you know you can always get creative you can always like I said use some zip ties and add a milk crate to a rack or buy some kind of basket or bag that goes on your handlebars. There there are lots of ways to carry gear, but eventually you're probably going to want to figure out a way to carry your gear that's not on your back. While we're talking about gear, let's talk about helmets. 
it's I know it's something that's really tempting for a lot of women not to wear um, commuting because you don't want to mess up your hair and I fully understand that but brain injuries are also not something to mess around with so personally I would highly recommend that you wear a helmet and I try to always wear a helmet like I said earlier you can always you know try to find hair haircut or hairstyle that works well with wearing a helmet you can also look for helmets that are really cute you don't just have to wear your regular road bike helmet when you're biking around town they're adorable urban designs we have a whole list of them on our website but there are really cute commuter helmets out there just if you do tend to have sweaty head look for one with more ventilation a lot of the cute ones don't have a ton of ventilation and that's something that you want to think about when you if you're, if you're looking not to have a sweaty head when you get wherever you're going in terms of gear you also want to make sure that you're visible except for a few months in the summer um, it's very likely that you're going to be riding in the dark you're either going to be headed to work when it's still dark outside or you are going to be meeting friends for dinner in the evening evening and you're gonna have to bike home when it's dark and I know that the darkness is what turns a lot of people off from bike commuting Uh, you know once you learn how to do it night rides can actually be very peaceful and relaxing and a little exhilarating as well the key is to make sure that you're very visible and even if you aren't riding in the full dark the periods of low light are right before sunset and right after sunrise can be really dangerous if you're not prepared so I would recommend investing in a good good lights. Um, there are some commuter bikes that have lights built in, which is so ideal. I love those bikes. But if your bike doesn't, then make sure that you're getting some really good lights. I really like the Night Rider headlight. You want a nice bright light up front. And then in the back, you want a really bright blinky red light. You could also consider investing in a smart light like the Garmin Varia radar. And that not only acts as a tail light, it also notifies you if a car is coming up behind you. So if you want extra peace of mind, that's something you can invest in as well. And in addition to lights, you want to make sure that you and your bike are actually visible as well. Um, Wearing black at night is a really bad choice. You want to wear bright colors. You want to wear reflective clothing. You put reflective strips on your bike. When I'm riding in the dark, I like to wear a bright yellow jacket that has reflective strips on it. You can also put like reflective reflective strips at your pants there are lots of clothes on the market like some of the ones I've already mentioned from showers pass and club ride that actually have reflective strips on them um, which can be really helpful as well final piece of gear that you want to think about is a lock my favorite bike locks are from kryptonite and there's two different ones I recommend the kryptonite keeper you lock and the kryptonite crypto lock And if you are locking your bike outside your house or maybe you have a permanent place at your office that you can lock your bike and leave the lock there each night, then I would recommend something even more robust. I like the Kryptonite New York Forget About It Chain Lock. It is, man, you would really have to put some effort in to steal a bike with that lock. So if you can leave that, it's not one you want to carry around with you because it weighs a million pounds. But if you can leave it at a bike rack outside your apartment, outside your office, then I'd highly recommend that as well. Two other things to think about before you start bike commuting is brushing up on your traffic safety skills. Um, If you are a mountain biker or you've always been riding away from cars, then just make sure you truly understand your how to ride safely in traffic. I mean, a couple of things you want to think about is 
You want to be riding on the road, not on the sidewalk. You want to ride with traffic, not against traffic. Make sure you're stopping at stop signs and traffic lights just like you would in your car. On the intersections or the most dangerous area, you want to make sure that you make eye contact with those drivers, especially when they're turning right or left. And don't assume that they see you even if you have the right of way. Make sure that you've had eye contact with them. You know you're safe before you go. Don't hug the curb. I see way too many people riding right up in that curb and you need to be out a little ways so you have room to maneuver if you need to. You want to watch for cars coming out of alleys, side roads, and driveways. On roads with parked cars, you don't want to swerve around the cars. So you don't want to ride in the curb and then ride out into the road when you get to the parked cars. Maintain a straight line so you might be riding out a little ways from the curb at times. And you also want to watch for opening car doors. I have been doored before. It's not a good experience. You can get very injured so I always try to pay attention um, if there's someone in a car before I come around and then I would move out further if there's someone sitting there. Uh, You want to verbally alert other cyclists or other pedestrians that you're going to pass. I would highly on every commuter bike recommend putting a bell on. A bell is very helpful. You can start ringing it way off and they'll be aware that you're there before you've even arrived. And then always pass on the left never on the right. You want to use hand signals to alert others when you're turning or stopping. And you want to ride confidently and be predictable. The most dangerous thing is when a driver doesn't know what you're doing. Make sure that the driver understands that you are riding in a straight line, that they know you're going to turn, they know you're going to stop, do all of these things. Final tip for y'all is consider multimodal transportation as well. The For a lot of people, the best carless commute involves more than just a bicycle. So the fastest way to work for you might include biking to a train, taking the train, and then biking from the train station to work. It might include, you might have a really long commute. So you might drive to work one day, take your bike with you, bike home, then bike back to your car in the morning. So you're still using a car, but you've now gotten rid of one full round trip in the car. I hope some of these tips have been helpful for you, that you've gotten something out of it. I know this sounds like a lot. It sounds quite overwhelming. But the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature. It becomes really easy. It becomes enjoyable. Think about now how stressed out you generally are when you get to work or when you get to a restaurant to meet your family for dinner and just imagine if you got there by bicycles a lot of times it's so much faster to go somewhere on a bicycle than it is to drive there and to find a parking spot and you get all those endorphins from riding your bike you feel good when you get there so I would just highly encourage everybody to try to replace something you do in your life by bicycle and see how it changes your life I think it will for the better if you have questions I didn't answer for you feel free to come find me on Instagram and DM me or shoot me an email. I'm super passionate about helping women more of their commuting by bicycle. It's such a great way, um, such a great lifestyle upgrade, if you will. Anyway, go out this week, get in a bike ride, and we'll chat with you next week.